I'm going to take a few minutes here. I believe they're bringing it for me. There you go, Paul. Hallelujah. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? You know, I just want to take a few minutes to recap a little bit of what God has been saying. And I'm just telling you, if you haven't been to any of the last year, how many of you were at last year's Two Streams Conference? Wow, was it crazy. And I'm telling you, whatever the attendance was on Sunday, we started there after it, and it just grew beyond that. And it's been amazing to see how God's grown the church. But more importantly, He's grown us from the inside out, too. Everyone that's here has grown in a greater revelation, understanding of their destiny, their calling, and being empowered by God. Like, like Elder Mark said, Elder Mark and Katie has been with us 24 and a half years or so, maybe a little more than that. And uh, Steph and I love them so much. You know, you don't often get family in ministry, but they have integrity. And you mess with us, you better look out. They'll hunt you down. And the same here. And I'm so proud of them and what God's done with them and their kids. They're all anointed. Even Hudson's kind of anointed over there a little bit. <laughs> Ella, my God, she was an adult when she came out of the womb helping Miss Martha back there. Just a great family, Becca and all of them. I want to, you know, a little over 17 years ago, God gave me really a vision for my life. It kind of messed me up for a little bit because I started changing church too quick and everything because God said, I want you to bring two streams together, two streams together, integrity and faith in my word. So whatever God tells you to do, if it doesn't line up with the integrity of faith and in God's word, it's goofy. Right? It, it ain't him, as the old hillbilly said. To bring two streams together, integrity and faith in God's word, and demonstration and manifestation of his glory. Glory means make God seen, make God visible. It means glistening, shining. It means God is present. And we've done our best to seek that over all these years. Like Mark said, February would be 25 years doing it in this, in our, in this church. And it's been amazing to see the journey. But none of it would happen without, I want to thank right now, and I know Pastor Steph does too. She's preparing to sing again. But from the parking lot ministry to the greeters and the VIPs to the ushers to the pastoral care teams, especially the children's ministry, God bless everyone in the children. Give a big shout out to them. They're playing. To our amazing uh, worship team, man, are they amazing or what? To our prayer and intercessory teams, our altar ministry teams, and especially our staff. And we got a lot of staff that's not paid staff. You all know who you are. <laughs> and our security team. I mean, it's just amazing to see the work that goes, hundreds and hundreds of hours go into just this weekend. But, man, it pays off. So I'd like you all to stand and give honor to all those that served you this weekend. Let's give honor to everyone that served us. They've served us. They served us well. They served us. They served us well. Amen, amen. We are thankful for every one of them.
And Father, we pray for every person that has served on any team this weekend and those serving today and tonight. God, just a multiplied, uncommon anointing on their lives. Lord, we thank you for whatever they're believing for. According to your word, it comes to pass suddenly in Jesus' name. The church said, amen. God bless you. You know, as we come into this time, we have so many great men and women of God. And uh, Pastor Toye and really Apostle Toye and Apostle Isaac, they did the Friday night and the Saturday morning. I'm going to talk a little bit about what they said and did. It was every year they come, they're more powerful. They are my covenant brothers originally from Nigeria. Pastor Isaac has several locations in. He has a church near San Francisco in San Ramon, Oakland, and then another place in California, another one in San Francisco. Uh, Apostle Toye has an amazing campus in Houston and I think three other locations there. They minister in multiple continents, and they are spiritual sons of our spiritual father, and who's our covering is Bishop Oyedipo of the Great Dominion Life Church in Nigeria. And uh, God has just blessed us greatly. Then we have the greatest friends in the world, you know, we have Dr. D and Dr. Coy Barker here with us. And, uh, oh, come on now. If you can be a blood brother, we're blood brothers. Amen. We're Holy Ghost blood brothers. And what an amazing man and woman of God. It's amazing how God brings the people in your life when you need them. When you're searching for God and hungry for the things of God, or whether you're in crisis and I can't say enough about it. We've talked about it, but he's going to bring the word here in a few moments. And then we have new family members. Amen. They ain't new no more because now they're family. And that's Prophet Harold. Amen. Prophet Harold. And he's also a pastor, a businessman, all that. And his lovely wife, Yolanda. And did they prophesy and release miracles last night? I don't know what time we left here last night. I said, he's the only guy I know as crazy as me. And if you were here, you'll know what I'm talking about. And I love him so much. And I asked him if he would just receive tithes and offerings here in a few moments. And man, Yolanda's anointed. She's up here ministering in the spirit. And we're just so blessed. Can you say we're blessed? You know, God told me this year, two streams conference would be about receiving an uncommon anointing to do kingdom exploits, to receive an uncommon anointing that you're not so familiar with or another realm, another level of that. And it's all about stirring you to be the person in God he designed you to be, that you understand your kingdom identity. You're not servants. You're not slaves. You're sons and daughters of the Most High God. And greater is he who lives in you than he who lives in this world. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Didn't say it wouldn't, didn't say it wouldn't form, but it can't prosper. Say it can't prosper. And then um, as we begin to do that every year, I just lay that word out. And these men and women of God come in from the first moment on. Even the worship team prepares for it. It, it is so powerful. And I just want to take a few moments to talk to you about some of the things you may have missed if you haven't been here. First of all, <clears throat> Pastor Isaac preached on Uncommon anointing for King Maxwell. He preached on the season for the supernatural. He called it the making of a star, talking about a star in heaven, the brightness of God, 
and becoming who God called you to be. And one of my all-time favorite scriptures out of 1 Chronicles 12, 32, out of uh, there it says, And the sons and the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, another translation says the times and the seasons, to know what Israel ought to do, the heads of them were 200 and whatever brethren commandment. But the thing is, they were men and women that understood the times and the seasons of God. And the revelation he brought to us is this. It was a year, it's a year when we are going to move into a supernatural season, receiving and moving in the things of God. And it's powerful. Then Apostle Toye, my goodness, Hallelujah. He taught us about the, the, talking about the uncommon anointing and doing kingdom exploits. He said the uncommon anointing and, and the power of God operates in two legs. Like if you're hopping around on one leg, that's one. But two legs. And the first leg is the power of God. Somebody say the power of God. You know, the power of God comes through and by Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit manifests through his anointing. His anointing is in us for our sake, but he's on us for the sake of others. Holy Spirit is not an adjective or a verb. Holy Spirit is a person, part of the Trinity of the Godhead. Can anybody say amen this morning? And when he began to teach about the anointing, the second leg is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. And when you operate in the anointing, the power of God to break yokes and to tear down strongholds and to establish and build everything in the kingdom through the power and the spirit of God, what happens is then you have to have wisdom to sustain it. So he said this in 1 Corinthians 12, 23 and 24, he said, but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews, a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, foolishness, but to those who are called, is anybody called in here? Both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Now, he, he defined power, the power of God is this, the ability, to, the ability to perform, produce, and become who God designed you to be. See, that's what becoming is, is not only becoming a transformed follower of Christ originally, and it's really the root of being that in our four Bs, it's becoming who God designed you to be. God has a designation and a assignment on everyone's life. Hallmark scripture here, right? Second uh, Timothy 2, 9, what's it say? Or 1 Timothy 2, 9 says, whom he saved and called. So if you saved, you called. Say, I'm saved, I'm called. Whom he saved and called, not according to your own works or calling, but according to the holy calling in Christ Jesus that he gave you before time began. Before time began, God knew you. Before God, uh, time began, God had a destiny for you. He has a plan for you. Hebrews tells us in uh, Hebrews 11, you know, Hallmark Scripture 1. Can you say it with me? Now. Now let's all say it and not be shy. Now. Now, faith, what, kind, what is faith? Now. Faith's not past tense or future tense. Faith is now. Faith, faith now. What Now faith is the substance of the healing hope for. Now faith is the substance of the, the breakthrough hope for. 
Now faith is a substance of the anointing hoped for. Now faith is a substance of the saving grace on your children hoped for. Now faith is a substance of the financial breakthrough hoped for. Now faith is a substance of the calling on your life and the fullness of it. Somebody say, now faith. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. What the evidence... Isn't that crazy? The evidence. One translation says the title deed. The title deed. Now, faith is the evidence of things what not seen. What things? The things you just talked about up there. Now, faith is a substance. What is faith? I love what one of my grandfathers of faith said, Dr. Summerall. He said, faith is knowing and trusting God. If you know and trust God, you can only do that through his word and revelation. Well, what is revelation? How, do you, how does faith grow? The Bible says, now faith. No, it says, faith comes not but by, in other words, it comes not but by hearing, everybody say hearing, and hearing the word. So you can hear the word, read the word, have the Bible going. And, 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 and I love even what Pastor Isaac said. And, and you can have a knowledge and an understanding of the word. But it does not become revelation until you get to the second level of hearing. Now, what faith cometh not but by what? Hearing, getting an understanding, hearing it, reading it, and hearing the double enunciation of God. That means it is revealed what is on those pages, what you heard a preacher say that lines up with the Word of God. Whatever it is, the miracles you see, what is it? That becomes the revealed mind and heart of God that you have an understanding of. Revelation means to reveal or uncover the things of God. Revelation is when it's seared in you. And it's like you'll hear me. They, this church hears it so much. What? Whenever I talk about Hebrews 11, 1. Whatever, whenever I talk about greater is he who is in me. What, what is it? It's such a revelation that God has put in me. I can't help but sneeze it out all over you. Because we have God DNA in us. We, 1 Corinthians 5, 17 says you become a new creature, a creation in Christ Jesus. What? Old things have passed away. All, what? All? How much is all? All things have become new. And I love what the prophet taught last night. He said, everybody take a step forward. He said, now that all that's gone and everything else is new. Amen? So as we begin to understand the power of God, the dunamis power, what's that? Two parts. Power like dynamite to explode, to annihilate, to blow away, but also power uh, like uh, power like di- a dynamo. What's a dynamo? It's something that builds up and gives power. It's like taking a D8 bulldozer with a 3,000-pound blade on it, and you can take two little one-inch lines on each eye, side of it, take your foot, push a little hydraulic oil, and it can rip that 3,000-pound blade and do whatever you want. But if one of those lines breaks and the hydraulic oil, when the Holy Ghost, when the Spirit of God's out, it ain't going to work. The power of God is about the working of God. I'm going to not preach. And I loved what he talked about with the anointing. And I preached this out of Ezekiel 47 about swimming in the power of God, the Spirit of God. He said, the Holy Spirit, what? He said, when you start operating in the anointing of God, first it's ankle-deep level. Then it's knee-deep level. 
Then it gets to waist deep level. Then he said it's oceanic and it even gets to the flying level. Man, I'm telling you, you got to go back and watch that on YouTube, people. I'm just telling you. He said, if you're born again, you are anointing. You don't need to get anointing. You are anointing. You just learn to get the revelation, tap in, and begin to work it. Faith comes, and another thing prophet said, and, and, and the others did too, and especially um, uh, Pastor Isaac, Apostle Isaac, really, what he talked about. He said, you got to believe and then do. You got to believe and act because faith without action is just hope. All right, I better go on. Then the second leg Tori gave us was this, and that is wisdom. And he talked about an engracement, engracement of wisdom. And he talked about when you deal with that, there's three types of wisdom, the word of wisdom, the gift of wisdom, and then the spirit of wisdom. See, there's a spirit of faith. There's, there's, all, there's different spirits. of What is that? Holy Spirit manifesting himself in these ways in your life. That's when spirit of wisdom is when it's not your wisdom, but it's the mind of God releasing his wisdom to you. Anyway, I don't have time. Let's go. So then... Well, Dr. Barker, you know, he just always kinds of gives us a little nugget. I mean, every year, it's like we're living off what two or three statements he makes, right? He's just, he's just a prophet. He's just revelatory. He just knows. And he's family, so he really knows. And he said, this is the year of the opening, opening door. He said, God is opening a mega door in your life, to do things that you can't explain. God has opened a mega door in your life to do things that can't be explained. Anybody seen any things in the last couple of days that can't be explained? People are saying, yeah, I don't know in my life, man, I'm just sitting here miracle after miracle. And, uh, oh, my goodness. And I love what he said in Revelations 3.8. It says, I know thy works behold. I have set before thee an open door. Everybody say open door. And no man can shut it. Why are you worried about people? People are goofy. They have no authority in your life. Like the prophet said, they're under your feet. Right? Well, we love people. We're commanded to love them, but we don't have to trust them. And we don't have to believe them. Trust is not given. Trust is earned. Wisdom doesn't just happen. Wisdom comes through the maturity of knowledge that you act on and are faithful to. Hmm. He said, no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Then Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able, anybody able, to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according what? to the power that works where? In us. You know what's cool when you talk about the ability of God? like the ability of God to establish his covenant in the earth. Ability is the root word. The root word is able. And what happens is when you have the ability of God, he makes you able to build and to do through his power and not your power, through his knowledge and not your knowledge, through his wisdom and not your wisdom. Anybody got the ability of God living inside of them? Then I love the, the, the other translation for that. The uh, TPT says, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. 
He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, exceeds your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. He said this. He said, a door is opening like never before. He said, you've never been through a door like this. I'm telling you, we have never been through a door like we've experienced the first two days of this conference. Can anybody believe that this morning? Look at this. He said, God is about to shock. God is about to surprise and shock you in ways you've never dreamed were possible. He said, the unthinkable is getting ready to happen. Woo. Sounds like uncommon to me. The unthinkable, the uncommon is getting ready to happen. And now, you take, you take Prophet Marvin Harrell here, and he gives us a revelation about the storehouse of God. The storehouse in heaven that God has for us. He calls it the heavenly warehouse. And God just gave him a vision. He pulled two kidneys out of heaven for people last night. And then he had people pull a mirror. Well, you say, well, that's weird. Well, you just got to understand God. Faith. Everybody say faith. Faith is the vehicle of God. Faith is the transporter of God. Faith don't create anything. Faith goes into your future or into heaven and brings it into your now. Whenever a broken leg is being healed by God, if it's instantly healed or whatever, what happens? Faith goes into the future and pulls the healing into your now. And what does it do? Faith accelerates the creative power of God to recreate a bone. It's the creative ability of God that's released through faith, but it comes by grace. In other words, it has nothing to do with you but to be crazy enough to trust God and to act on it. That's all it is. That's all it is. The Bible says he is no respecter of persons. The Bible says Jesus is what? The same yesterday, today, and forever. The only difference is, prophet, you know this, he's sitting at the right hand of God looking over it to make sure his word is performed. He said in Isaiah 55, I watch over my word to see that it is performed just as I said it shall be. God has already spoken words over you. Before God knew you, before you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye, God already had a design for you, a plan for you, an anointing for you, a highway, a destiny for you. Kingdom exploits with uncommon anointing. Hey, stand up right now. Stand up, put both hands up. I'm going to be doing that all the time, brother, right now. Say this with me. Daddy, I receive uncommon anointing to do kingdom exploits, to live your will, to do your purpose in earth. I will live according to your prayer. Whatsoever I bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever I loose in heaven 
shall come to earth. I pray this, Lord, just like you. Keep your hands up. What? How do you pray? How it be thy name? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Well, that, you know, prophet, that only applies to everything but sickness because sometimes it's just not God's will. That just ticks me off. Poor little naive or lying preachers. I don't know. They're either naive or lying. And God bless grandma for ever saying it. Jesus was asked one time if it be his will to heal. In Matthew, Mark, Matthew 8, when the leper come, he said, Master, will thou make me whole? He could have said, sorry, buddy. Number one, they're going to stone you because you're supposed to be out there by yourself. You're already in here around people and around me. He goes, well, you know, I'd love to heal you, brother, but I got all these preachers, you know, 2,000 years from now, and they're kind of a little confused, and I don't want to hurt their influence. So I guess, you'll be, unfortunately for you, bud, you're the only one to ask me if it be my will. So I guess I just need to not heal you. Jesus asked, wilt thou make me whole? What'd he do? He said, be thou whole. And instantly his skin changed. He was brand new and he was whole. Say, I receive uncommon anointing to heal the sick, to set the captives free, to preach the gospel, to raise the dead, to do whatever God said I can do I will do with signs following. Give Jesus a big shout of praise. Come on.